people get themselves overwhelmed with nutrition to the point where they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. When if they just got the basics right, they would make so much more progress. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. Yes, now then, my alpha men around the world, welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Naylor. I am founder and CEO of Naylor Body Design and host of the Optimal Alpha podcast. And I want to just start today's podcast by reaching out and saying thank you so much to everybody who's just sent in so much love with regards to the podcast so far we've only just launched it and to see how many people have listened in how many people have reached out the five-star reviews the downloads I'm, I'm genuinely overwhelmed by the uh the feedback that we've had so far which is great because it tells me that we've done a decent job and a lot of a huge amount of work has been going on in the background to get to this point and it makes me truly inspired to take this podcast and to take this show and, and, and help as many people as possible. So for me to you to start today's podcast off, I just want to say sincerely thank you. Let's now crack on with it. So this episode is going to form the start, <coughs> excuse me, of a five episode series based on the fundamentals of nutrition. And I do mean fundamentals because we do not need to dig into the weeds of things. I find the, a lot of the people that I speak to understanding all the science behind so many elements of nutrition ends up just overwhelming people for absolutely no reason. People get themselves overwhelmed with nutrition to the point where they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. When if they just got the basics right, they would make so much more progress. So we're just going to dig into the basics over the next five episodes. Today, where we're going to start? Calories, right? Because it makes the most sense to start with probably the king elements of nutrition we're going to start with calories and all we're going to do here today is we're going to delve into what is a calorie like what is a calorie where do they come from and how could we simply start to think about using them to our advantage so what is a calorie so a calorie is a term that i believe was sort of formulated back in the 1900s and scientists were using it as a way of measuring how much energy it took to heat a kilo of water to one degree celsius so it was an experiment. We need to use X amount of energy. And they decided that that was a calorie to heat a kilo of water to one degree Celsius. Hence the phrase kilocalorie. Hence the term kcals. So if you look on the back of any nutritional label, you will see you know, per 100 grams, you'll normally see two numbers. I think one might say kilojoules or joules. One might say kcals. Kcals are what basically most people use. Some areas of the world still use the other one, but I would say most of us use KCALs, and most people abbreviate that just to calories, but KCALs is the proper term. That's what a calorie is. It is a measurement of energy. We can also say, if you want to think about it as a sort of leap further, when we start to think about how many do we actually need, and we're talking about energy being heat 
because that's what this experiment was based on. Our body must stay between, I think, is it 36.1 and 37.2? 36 and 37 degrees C. Let's just not split hairs. Our body must stay between there for health. Okay? So the amount of energy that we're taking in, which is then coming back out as heat, is keeping us in that ballpark. So calories have got a lot more to do with other aspects of our health other than do we get fat? Are we you know, getting thinner? Are we dropping weight? Are we performing in the gym? They have a lot to do with other bodily functions that most of us just paid no attention to. Why? Because our body is incredibly efficient at just dealing with this stuff. But this is where calories are coming from. This is what they're about. So, well, now we ask the question, where do calories come from? So you might already know this, but from everything that you consume. Okay. Yes, food and drink. Let's put the drink to one side for a second. Let's look at food. Three particular areas of foods, the macronutrients. Okay. Proteins, carbs, fats. They are our three main macronutrients. We could add others onto that if we wanted to. But technically for today, we're going to keep it simple because they're the ones that matter the most. They're the ones that if I help people focus on anything, they are the three that we're going to focus on. And you get a different amount of calories per gram of those. So if I had a gram of protein, I would get four calories for that gram. Same with carbohydrates. If I had a, a gram of carbohydrates, I would get four calories. Now, here's what's interesting. If I had a gram of fat, I would get nine calories. I get way more energy per the same amount, a gram. Now, isn't that smart that when your body on an evolutionary scale decided that it probably should find a way of storing energy for, I don't know, famine, times without food, trying to get through winter on an evolutionary scale, it worked out that it was far more effective and efficient to store fat because fat had nearly twice the amount of energy for the same volume. These are things that people don't think about. That is why we store fat. I'm sure there are other reasons, but on a how much energy can we store to keep us alive for the longest period of time, fat makes the most sense. Now, worse lot, we want to look great, look shredded, not have a lot of fat. So we are literally fighting against evolution to try and bring our body fat down. Again, something that people don't tend to sort of really understand when they're trying to get lean you are literally telling your body to do something against what your body thinks is keeping you alive this is why we need to be smart about how we use macros and calories we'll delve into macros on another episode i think it's also interesting to understand that just because a food is healthy whatever healthy means doesn't mean it's low in calories if being low in calories is what we want for example take an avocado so an avocado, we would all sit here and say, probably quite a healthy food, but it's pure fat. A good fat, but it's pure fat. And I've just told you that per gram, it's got twice as many, nearly, well, more than twice as many calories per gram. So I could give you a particularly healthy diet and make you fat quite easily, because I would just give you lots of very healthy fat foods. Think of things like salmon. Certain salmons are as much fat as they are protein. Avocado, nuts, probably a really healthy organic peanut butter. I could give you healthy foods and make you fat. Never get caught up in the idea of, oh, I'm, I'm eating healthy, I should be losing weight. No, you could be eating particularly healthy, but the way you've chosen your macronutrients and therefore, therefore then the calories means that you could be easily maintaining your weight or adding your weight. So your calories are coming from 
um, all the foods and drinks. Now, the problem with the drinks are very easy to drink calories and not know that you've drunk them. When you eat calories, you've got to digest them. You, 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 you kind of know you have more of an intrinsic feel that you've had to eat and chew and digest the food. I could give you a weight gaining shake that has a thousand calories in it. You'd drink it in about two minutes flat in, you know, like a little shaker bottle like this. You wouldn't even know that you've had it. And that would be a thousand calories, which could easily be half a person's day's worth of calories. So think very carefully exactly where you're getting your calories from. If you're dieting, naturally, we recommend that the vast majority of your calories needs to come from food. So that in terms of satiety, you're not sitting there feeling hungry all the time. How do we use our calories? First of all, we need to be accountable to them. Let me put you this to another way. The amount of people that say to me, oh, yeah, I don't really count my calories, but I, but I, but I have a plan. If you, are, if you feel that you've got a food plan and you're not counting your calories, my goodness, your portion control should be absolutely amazing. And it takes years to get to the point where you can just look at a plate of food and know how much energy is coming in. Humans are incredibly bad at two things. One, they overestimate the amount of energy that they are exerting, their exercise and movement, and they underestimate the amount of calories that they are eating. In other words, they eat more than they think they are. This is humans are very good at that, and it has been proven. So you need to count them. If you are looking to drop body fat, there is only one system that underpins the whole thing. And that is a caloric deficit. I don't care what diet you've picked. Don't care. Not interested. Intermittent fasting, keto, low fat, slimming world, weight watchers, do starts. I don't give a damn which one you think works for you. They are only based on one principle, and that is a caloric deficit. Okay. If your body burns, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're about to see what I'm doing. If your body burns a certain amount of calories per day, and let's say it's 2,500 and you're eating 1,600 a day, there is a deficit of calories. You're consuming less calories than your body needs to perform. Therefore, it will use those calories. It will go and find them from your fat stores. That's it. Now, there are other things at play, yes. But the reality is, if there is no caloric deficit, there is no fat loss, all things being equal. Okay, let's put it into another perspective. If you're on a keto diet and you love a keto diet, people who tend to be on keto diets tend to be a little bit like, oh, it's the only way you should eat and everyone should eat like this, which I always find quite interesting. There are three macronutrients. If someone's on a keto diet, you've just taken away one third. You've just taken away carbohydrates. If you then don't up the amount of fats and protein you're eating, you've just taken away 33.3% of your daily intake of food. That's it. You're in a caloric deficit. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like other things may be happening, yes, but ultimately you've just taken away a third of your food. If you're on intermittent fasting and you eat three meals a day, but you're intermittent fasting, so you now don't have breakfast, so you're now only eating two meals a day, guess what? You've just taken away a third of your food. Ta-da! You've just put yourself in a caloric deficit. Now, there is nothing wrong with these styles of eating if they work for you, but do not kid yourself and think that there is something additionally special about one of these modalities. Yes, there are other benefits to all of these things. And I could sit here and argue for and against intermittent fasting or keto. I could tell you reasons why someone shouldn't, shouldn't do them. But if we're coming down to the brass tacks of why 
does something like this specifically help in terms of fat loss? It's one thing. It's a caloric deficit. And you need to be accountable to your caloric deficit. And what's the best way of doing that? You have to get over it and weigh your food. If you're sitting there going, oh, I really can't be asked to weigh my food, then your goal don't mean shit to you. Don't wrap it up any other way. Are you putting your food onto your plate? Well, I should hope so, without you eating it off the floor. But just put your plate on the bloody scales first. Stop kidding yourself. It's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. Put your plate on the scales, put your food on the plate and weigh it. And then get your phone, use a free tracking app like MyFitnessPal and track your food and become accountable to it. If I said, go get in your car and drive to the next, I don't know, state or county along, but I didn't show you and I wouldn't let you see how much fuel was in your car, you would say to me, well, Andy, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know how much fuel is there. You'd be accountable to the fuel in the tank. This is exactly the same. Now, a brief rule of thumb, a little takeaway here, and this is a, just a rough rule of thumb. To work out where to start if you're a male and you're like, well, where on earth do I even start? Take your body weight in pounds, times it by 12. As a rough rule of thumb, I do not know you. I do not know your history. I do not know your age. I do not know how big you are. I don't know your muscle mass. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know you. But as a rough rule of thumb, if you are a male and you take your pounds in uh, your body weight in pounds and times it by 12, it's genuinely a pretty half decent place to start. For a female, times it by 10. Yes, there will be outliers. You may be a person sitting there going, well, that, that's ridiculous. That doesn't work for me. And that's absolutely fine. That may well be the case. But I've been doing this 19 years and those two numbers come up over and over and over again. Yes, there are other far more complicated um, multipliers that we can use. And to be honest, I just don't use them anymore. I, I tend to go by these two numbers, get either myself or the client to become uber consistent, and then just watch what happens. Sit back and watch. Do they start to lose body fat? Yes. Brilliant. We're going in the right direction. Do they not start to lose body fat? No. Okay. Check that everything's consistent and then maybe start to make some changes. It really is that simple. That is my overview today for calories. Don't think too much more about them than that. Look at the labels on the back of food. One other really good tip I can give you is if you're tracking your food, track it before you eat it. Don't eat it and then track it and think to yourself, oh, shit, I've bust my calories again for the day. Just do it the other way around. Log your food that you think you're going to eat into my fitness pal or whatever app you use and then look at it and go, oh, OK, that's a bit too much. And you can take a little bit off your plate before you eat it. It's no more complicated than that. Now, that is going to wrap up everything for calories. We will be digging into macros um, in the next episode. You're welcome to ask questions. If you've got further questions, tag me on your social media. I will do my best to come along and find them. Let's keep this nice, simple, and actionable over this nutritional series. And I will keep delivering, hopefully, information that you can just talk, take away and use as much as you possibly can. Now, to round up, remember, we still have a competition running. It will not run for much longer. I am giving away 10 grand's worth of coaching. Yes, my team think I'm absolutely off my head. But I'm giving away 10 grand's worth of coaching, and it is five grand to two lucky winners. Here is all you need to do. Subscribe 
to the podcast. Maybe download a couple of episodes, give me a five-star review, go into the show notes, click on the link and enter the form that you find in there. I will be picking two winners from all of that information and they will get three months of coaching completely for free that is worth 5K each. Go and get yourself entered. I wish you all the luck in the world. And that is me for today. And I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.